Top Chat with Stephen B. Watley. Thank you so much, Stephen, for talking to us. As an artist, you've been quite successful as a portrait painter, and a lot of famous British actors and actresses have sat for you, like Dame Judi Dench and Sir Ian McKellen. And of course, you've had a lot of large commissions from the BBC. In fact, any Londoners or tourists who are listening can actually see your art when they're walking from Tower Bridge Tube Station to the Tower of London because your your paintings that were commissioned by Her Majesty's Tower of London are lining the underpass there. However, your Catholic art has for a while, maybe until now, sort of not had the same recognition as the other work you've done. Not by the mainstream. I think certainly the Catholic press is very welcoming and enamored, really. You know, so that's been a blessing, but absolutely in a wider level and perhaps not so much. I think it's starting to finally gain notice, definitely in the Catholic community. And, of course, you have this exhibition coming up at Westminster Cathedral. Yes. But for someone really is a total newcomer to your art, first off, your class is an expressionist painter but what does that really mean in terms of how you approach your subject matter well i usually compare the word impressionist and expressionist two simple examples to give artists of history that everyone would know would be monet and van gogh and monet is classed as an impressionist and van gogh as an expressionist And I think the difference between the two is that Monet, although I may be judging wrongly here because I'm sure he was putting feeling into his painting, but he was creating, literally as the word says, an impression. But with Van Gogh, there was an extra dimension where he would push the extremes of what he was seeing. And then a lot of the colors would be some that he saw, but a lot of them what he really felt and that is what I would say about my work, that combination of both, really, but very emotionally charged. And I think that's possibly the difference with expressionism and impressionism, is that there is made more of an, an emphasis on the emotion caused by what the artist is trying to express on canvas. Um, so in terms of my work, every painting that I do is, a very emotional response to what I'm seeing or wishing to express just from my mind and from prayer. I mean, prayer is the great motivation for all my work, whether it be a specifically Catholic tribute or any of my other works. Mm -hmm. When you mention emotion, I mean, what comes out at me in your work is I always think of your paintings of Jesus and Mary and the saints they're really icons, and yet in stylized, traditional iconography, it's the window into heaven. Mm. But what comes out of your work is not just your emotional response to a spiritual reality, but I almost feel as though we're receiving God's emotional response to us through your work so that heaven is looking back at us as well as us gazing into heaven and I see that in the way you maybe portray the eyes, the smiles, the tenderness of Jesus and the saints. Well thank you so much Erin and that's you know humbly that's a a wonderful thing 
to respond to my work in that way and and I'm so pleased because I can only say again very humbly but I totally depend on God and prayer and at the beginning of any painting whether it be specifically a Catholic tribute and they have been predominating a lot of my work recently or any other subject there's this enormous build up it's like you know i I have to hold on that I do, I've been blessed with a gift because that's the only way I can describe it because the result is a surprise to me. So there has to be something special. So I'm very fortunate with that. And I was blessed, you know, right from early life with an ability to academically record what I was seeing. But what happens to me now, I mean, every painting I create is very difficult. And a lot of people think, well, you've been a professional artist for over 20 years surely it's easy now and actually it isn't it, it gets harder with every painting and I would be very concerned if it suddenly became easy mm-hmm. because then I would feel well it's lazy I'm just churning out and so so what happens in terms of my faith is I feel that I'm almost I don't know whether I'm it's a purposeful thing by Jesus by God through my prayer, but I feel that I'm rendered with this feeling that it's gone. But just before I begin, I feel completely powerless and I won't be able to do it. How can I confront this bare canvas? I don't know where to start. It feels as if I've never painted before. I'm given that feeling, and so I have to pray so hard. And then the first mark is a, you know, is a release and a relief. (laughs) And then in the same way at the end, you know, the two most painful marks are probably the first and the last. The process of painting for you almost reminds me of St. John of the Cross's Dark Night of the Soul. You're almost making a descent into emptiness before you can yes. descend from that. Yes, absolutely. I think there is that. And I, I realize that now, because I also, as my faith has got ever deeper, I also have this battle because we're so often in scriptures and prayers told that fear is so negative and you should have no fear if you have trust in God and in in your prayers. But it seems a necessary part of my creative process and my particular human makeup to have to get to this almost frenzy of fear just before I begin. And so through that fear, in a way being divinely pushed to look to... I I often describe it as feeling like I'm at the foot of the cross just before I, you know, I, I'm with my head completely bowed. This is, it it is quite agonising, but in saying that, that can sound quite. I don't want it to sound negative because it's that's the personal personal journey I go through. That there are great moments, obviously, throughout the painting. It's all passion and the great moments of joy as well. You know, of um a particular colour or a mark suddenly drawing certain parts of the painting together. Um, I mean, so many stories I could tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I think what you're bringing out as well is maybe the necessary element of suffering in our lives and in creation. And this morning I was at a Catholic funeral mass and I was just noticing how there was such a feeling of peace because our mourning was aligned to 
the condition of our humanity and how Christ has associated himself with that. And that's issuing out into this light and hope. And in your own life, Stephen, of course, you lost your mother very young in tragic circumstances. There's been a lot of suffering in your own life. And yet, when I look at one of your paintings, what I see is that just, radiating in hope and life and light mm-hmm. how how do you where do you find that and how do you bring it out in your work I can really only simply say that that truly um, and thank you for your um, you know, kind words and sympathy about my beautiful mother and of course I know you lost your father so early as well and in fact there are more and more people I seem to keep meeting people that have lost a parent or a loved one very early on and it's very very marking to your life but uh, I can only say as I say simply I truly feel it just comes from it does come from prayer but it comes from my heart so I even though part of me died when I lost my mother I feel that I mean and there's a part of me that feels eternally 16 because that's the age I was but although my heart was broken it hasn't thankfully um, you know I had many years of um, severe despair and grief but it hasn't blocked the love in my heart and I think Mm -hmm. the colour and the vibrance and the joy that I know that aside from all those that own my work across the world I have so many people reaching out through my website and my site at flickr.com where I truly have people that write to me and say I could never afford to buy a painting or even afford a print, but I have to tell you that you restored hope in me today when I saw your work. Um, You give me such joy. I mean, it's very, you know, humbling to hear that and, and welcoming, you know, that even though I'm may have gone through a lot of pain in my life as we all have trials at some point but that I can still bring that because it is quite a painful process that I seem to have to go through to create that intensity of you know the, the beauties that do come out of them. I mean I recognize I see them myself when I stand away you know sometimes at the end of the completion of the painting I know instinctively it's complete, but I'm almost too blasted with exhaustion to actually absorb what I've created. It takes a while to recover, and then I'll suddenly and I'll think, how did that come about? Because right. it really, I mean, it's like the painting of Pope Francis, it becomes more and more like him as I look. And I know that it came, I mean, I was extremely tired on the day that I instinctively felt I should be painting. I feel I get like a divine push to create certain works. took a lot of prayers and um, I wasn't feeling particularly well. But once the energy, the nervous energy and the emotion and passion took over, um, in fact, I should explain when I'm painting, obviously I was working from just the only knowledge I have of seeing him on television I'm working um, in this way and not from life, then it's from several photographs to get a, an overall feeling of him. But just towards the end of the, the painting, I suddenly felt, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I've captured him as closely as I'd like. 
and I prayed so hard, I felt quite upset, and I suddenly said, please, Holy Spirit, intercede for me. And I suddenly picked up a brush and um, pushed some blue along the side of his face, and it suddenly, I knew it was complete. I can only describe it, it was like this sudden burst of direction that allowed the painting to feel complete for me. It was a very special moment, you know. You're actually going to be premiering that painting at the exhibition, is yes, that right? absolutely, yes, yes. Of course, I've had a sneak peek, and yeah. I can say that it's not just a portrait of him, although it's an incredible likeness. It's it's a portrait of his spirit, and it's a portrait of what the Holy Spirit is doing in the church right now. You were you were somehow able to capture that. It feels to me as well when I and obviously I've not met him. I only know from what we see and hear of him. So I can only say that this came from the Holy Spirit because I know and it so often has been that way that I've felt, gosh, I don't know how I'm going to get through this in the beginning going to exhausted or, you know, I'm just exhausted from life and so yes, I I mean I know that I was praying for that and um and in fact, so many, well, all my portraits from life really do seem to reach deeply. And so many of my portrait sitters have been tearfully overwhelmed when they've seen and they've said, oh my goodness, you've captured something so deep. Or um, I see another member of my family or you've seen my grandmother within me. It's quite remarkable. So um, it seems through prayer that I'm given the strength and ability to reach to that deeper spiritual level. Among the other paintings you'll be showing, is there another one perhaps that has a very personal significance for you? In terms of talking about the intercession of the Holy Spirit and feeling it so vividly, another of my most recent paintings is a tribute I painted to St. James. And I had, again, incredible experience I'd been working for hours and hours. Um, there's a massive build-up days before I paint, but I actually often paint consecutively in a day across consecutive hours, but often with very little rest in between. So it's mm-hmm. very, very intensive. And I've been painting for many hours. There aren't many images of St. James around, you know, but I wanted it to be as personal as possible, and again, to feel that maybe the spirit of this thing was coming through, but I used as a starting point my own photograph of the statue of St. James in St. James's Church, Spanish Place in London, but the statue is very high up, and it was a very loose catalyst, if you like, and uh, from that starting point, I then it just depended on prayer. A lot of the painting came together, but there was something about his face that I didn't feel I'd reached deep enough. And I, I, I could feel that it was working, but I knew that I hadn't let myself go enough and there, was, there wasn't enough of a tenderness that I wanted to feel. And, you know, this was towards the end and after many hours of painting, and I was quite, well, extremely exhausted. And, and realizing this, couldn't leave it, you know, I, I mean, it's not academic the way I paint, but a perfectionist or whatever, trying to get as close as I can to what I'm feeling. I took a risk and I got a palette knife and took away 
this area, which is the head area of the painting, which was, you know, a huge challenge because I knew I was so tired and I thought I could lose the whole thing, uh, you know, within a composition, everything has to relate. But I knew that so much of the painting worked and I knew what I was trying to grasp. So I tried so hard because I was very distressed and um, I said, please, Holy Spirit, come upon me, intercede, direct me. And I felt seized with this charge of energy. It was quite remarkable because I was so exhausted. And I suddenly found myself feeling a sense of his face anew within my mind. And suddenly I was grasping brushes with both hands. I mean, I'm left-handed. And the marks and the way I was applying the paint was in a completely new way, which is exactly what I wanted to happen. And I truly felt, I don't know how I did that. And then I remembered, obviously, my prayer. And that has to be, it has to be, because it was so dramatically different from the original interpretation of his head. It was certainly a slightly harder image. The, the image that is now part of a complete painting is very, very soft. And so that was so momentous for me. But there are several very personal works on show paintings that I've painted of Baby Jesus on Christmas Day, which, again, is something that marks my work, as I often paint on fields that are directed to paint on specific, whether they be feast days or, again, I, I, I keep using this expression, but divine push, I call it. Another painting that will be on shows, which I feel very fond of, is Our Lady of America, which I painted on All Saints Day 2011. I have a great affection for America and its people. So that was the push for that. But there was a Catholic journalist called Amanda C. Dickey, and she described this painting as having looked like a bouquet of hearts within her praying arms, you know, of Our Lady. And I'm not sure how many hearts exactly there are at this moment, but as I painted, I just kept feeling drawn to sort of almost like keep repeating hearts flowing from her heart. So there are, as Amanda beautifully wrote, a bouquet of hearts. So that's a painting I, I hope will move many people. That's really beautiful. It's not only her love flowing out to us, but perhaps her keeping our hearts safe in her heart. Then you do seem so captivated by the saints. Obviously, what comes across in your work is a, is a deep love for Jesus, a loyalty to Mary, and yet you yourself are convert to the Catholic faith. Yes. How has your art played a role in your conversion? Um, I think necessarily my art. I think it's just the course of, as you pointed out, you know, from my early life. I mean, left terrible scars. The tragedy I suffered at sixteen of depression and I didn't come from a Catholic family, you know, we were a Church of England Anglican and also we didn't attend church regularly. So I didn't have that upbringing but I know that I was always searching and then of course when the great loss my mother who I loved so much and she loved me so much, there was that sudden great gulf. Um, certainly there was always a search within me for a, a deeper faith. It's just by the course of my life, really, where I've lived. There have been 
Catholic churches that I found myself going into and praying. And I, I would say, even though I only officially converted to Catholicism two years ago, at least today, that I've been Catholic in my heart since the early to mid-1990s. I do love the tradition of the saints and uh, the beauty of the prayers and great devotion to Blessed Virgin Mary and her love. And, and I think she is she's a great instructress of guidance. And of course, I love the different devotions to Mary that you know, arise from the different miracles. There's so many devotions I still have to... <laughs> if I'm given long enough. <laughs> so for, I mean, what comes out to me from what you're saying is mm-hmm. that what has drawn you throughout your life has been beauty, the beauty of Mary, the beauty of love, the beauty of the faith, the, the beauty of truth that you find in those things. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think um, that when I was at art school, which was, you know, I started my degree in art only two years after and went to my first art school actually in the year, literally within a month of losing my mother. That was actually therapeutic. I mean, but I did find that I was, through those early years at art school, nothing was meeting my needs in terms of whatever ability I had. I had this ability to, you know, virtually record and paint, like, in a photographic way, I could do that. But I was feeling an emptiness. Well, people would be impressed, but I felt empty. I knew that I had to find another way to express myself in order to survive that pain that I was going through. And that's, in a way, how my work has evolved. It's not simply a case, obviously, of just suddenly deciding, okay, I'm going to use bright colours. You know, along the way, there were influences, there were people that saw my struggle and pain, and I was helped by a student of the late artist who, actually a brilliant expressionist called David Bomberg, and um, certain teachings of his helped me, using different mediums, you know, and up to that point I'd only used pencils or graphite when I was drawing, and it was suggested to me to experiment with charcoal, which is a much more fluid medium, closer to painting, and certainly allowed me to start creating much more felt works, really. So to return to what you'd asked me, I, I would say that there's nothing I can do about it. Nothing can be reversed in terms of my loss of my mother. So what I'm trying to do now is live on. And that the, the terrible irony, or maybe ultimately positive irony, is that the loss proved a catalyst in that I had to find a new way. And whatever has emerged from that fight to find this new way certainly seems to be bringing so much joy and feeling to to people that see my work. So that has to be something very positive that's come out of all of that. And I'm sure that that's exactly... I mean, I have people told me, and I'm sure, you know, that your mother is, you know, smiling down on that, you know. Yes, and we can now ask for her prayers and, and hopefully her intercession that you'll continue to be so fruitful in your ability to, I really think, to convert people, to open hearts through the beauty and the hope 
that's contained in your work because it sounds like art has definitely been not just a process of healing but a process of conversion for you of emerging out of a darkness and emptiness into hope and in fact even many many years ago at the beginning of this sort of evolvement if you like of my work into much more expressive work I would look back stand back from those early paintings and think even though I was in pain and I'm depressed a lot of the time, my work is not reflecting that. And now I realize what it's reflecting is, thank God, even though it was a terrible tragedy, it didn't block the love that's in my heart. So I think that my work comes from, predominantly from prayer, but it comes from the love and my heart, the heart colors. And uh, I mean, humbly, I sort of, think that they must as well come from God because I literally, as I say, feel rendered hopeless and helpless at the beginning and depend on God for direction. But yes, I think that's ultimately love. Love is the thing, you know. It is the great thing that would, if only it could heal everything, you know, the things that are happening in this world, you know. But we can pray, keep praying, all of yes. us that have faith and pray that more and more people will have faith. And, and I've heard people, both of Catholic and non-Catholic backgrounds, who have viewed your art say that it's not just beautiful, it's a wonderful medium for prayer and for meditation. And I would really recommend anyone, especially someone who's seeking, to go along to Westminster Cathedral. I hope my paintings will really prove to be light. Totus to us for the most tip-top, top chat.